Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Broadcasting live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a while since we talked, hasn't it? I apologize for the delay, but I appreciate all of you coming on and listening to the show tonight. You are listening to your favorite blockhead. The only podcast in the podcasting world that can somehow incorporate the Peanuts comic strip one minute and then be talking about MMA and warriors inside the octagon the next. I know normally when I drop one of these shows, it tends to be when you are either starting your weekend or it is at the end of your weekend. Normally, between that three-day period, I make sure I leave a recording for you. But this time, it's a little different. I have to make sure that I do the episode tonight because of the fact that tomorrow night, Michael Chandler is going to step back into the cage and he's going to take back what is rightfully his. So making sure that I make a show prior to that was inevitable in this case. So thank you guys for stopping by. As we get started, I want to talk to you a little bit about ear hooks. Those of you that are Apple Podcast listeners, anyone happens to have an iPhone, listen up. Ear hooks makes your Apple earbuds fit like you've always wanted them to. Snug, comfortable, and unnoticeable in your ears. No more earbuds falling out or being uncomfortable. Ear hooks will make you forget buds at all, and their custom design enables perfect attachment for Apple's EarPods and the new wireless AirPods. So make sure you check out the link in the podcast today. Make sure you put, click the link, go take a look at EarHooks, and when you get to checkout, make sure you use this promo code I'm going to share with you because Blockhead and EarHooks are going to help you get a 25% discount this holiday season by using the promo code STOCKING25. When you get your EarHooks and you get to checkout, Make sure you apply stocking 25, all uppercase two numbers, stocking 25, to make sure you get 25% off of your purchase this holiday season. So you're welcome from your favorite blockhead and from ear hooks, and enjoy the most comfortable listening experience that you've ever had before. Our scripture of the day is going to be John chapter 3, verse 8. The wind blows wherever it pleases, you hear it sound but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. Guys, as you spend time with your family this holiday season, as you enjoy Christmas, as those of you that are my friends that will be celebrating Hanukkah, those who will just be enjoying some time away from work, I want you to make sure that you ask him. It will be my encouragement to you to see that he would redirect the wind in your sails and make you susceptible to his true paths, his varying methods, and his specific timing. It is liberating to live 
in the truth when you understand that and also if you want to know a little bit more about truth i have a very special podcast that i'm doing a free plug for tonight anytime that i can find a podcast that i can share with you listeners that i believe is worth your time your favorite blockhead is only a patron for patreon on two shows he is a fan of the fireside mystery theater and recently as a historian stumbled across a podcast that i wish i had tuned into years ago Make sure when you go to my links today in the podcast, go check out the iTunes podcast Historium. One of the best depictions of the Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton duel that I have ever heard in my entire existence is on Historium. So make sure you support the show and you subscribe to Historium. That's H-I-S-T-R-O-I-U-M. Go check out some of the amazing narratives and the storytelling from history's greatest stories on Historium today on iTunes. So I give a little shout out from my friend Kevin, who's given quite a belated birthday slash Christmas surprise that came straight to the Blockhouse residence this year. Of all the beautiful gifts that were given to my family My wife and I get to enjoy some matching shirts. We also have the new 2019 Peanuts calendar. But one of them in particular that I have to talk about, because I'm still trying to wrap my mind around how he did this. It boggles my mind how he was able to get... It is a picture frame for any collector of Peanuts' dream come true. It has actual film strips from the original... Snoopy Come Home. To say that I have that on my wall, in my study, at the start of this new year, there are no words. Because not only do I appreciate the friendship and I appreciate the collectible and I appreciate the well-thought-out gifts, but I do appreciate the fact that I am able to have a preserved film strip. I always got a kick out of that scene from Happy New Year, Charlie Brown, where Charlie Brown is doing what a lot of kids like to do, where he is trying to find a shortcut in reading War and Peace. Why any teacher would ever give a student on his level Leo Tolstoy is beyond me, but it still happens. And then he goes in and he asks if there's a comic book or a computer game for War and Peace. And as they walk out, Linus says to him, you didn't ask about film strips, Charlie Brown. Which, of course, they have no supply. But still, now that I can say that I have film strip from the original Peanuts films, is just, it's left me speechless. So thank you, Kevin, for that. Thank you for the memories. And it, it was not hard for me as a Peanuts historian to know exactly what scene from what film this was coming from. That, that, that shows you how far my understanding and how deep my appreciation for peanuts is when i can look at it and i can tell you exactly what scene and what film it comes from that now do i believe there are other collectors out there and other peanuts fans that could do the same thing possibly but i would assume they'd be closer to places like santa rosa where the charles schultz museum is so as we get into today now that i've switched from peanuts which i'm doing now into mixed martial arts like i said before We have a fight tomorrow night. The USO and Bellator MMA are teaming up for a Salute the Troops 
December, not pay-per-view, but free showing on Paramount Television where we're going to get to see Michael Chandler versus Brent Primus 2. Now, even though my heart is very much with Michael Chandler and I believe he's going to steamroll him, it is still very hard for me to choose somebody that would be going against another fighter that would be from Chael's training camp. And Brent Primus has worked alongside of Chael for the last few years in his camp. Or at least he has he has trained with him, he's cornered him. So he's been able to watch Primus as he has worked his way through the Bellator rankings. So but so we cannot dismiss Brent Primus in this fight. But when you watch the training, you watch the story and you see the drive that Michael Chandler has, I don't know how you cannot be a fan after five minutes of just watching some highlight reels from this fighter. But when I tell people that he's my favorite fighter, then they go, well, I thought your favorite fighter was Randy Couture. Okay, when we classify favorite fighters, I have to look into which organization they were a part of. When I look at Bellator, my guy is Michael Chandler. When I look at the UFC, I am still a huge fan of Captain America. When I have to choose my favorite personality, that is not hard. It's easy for me to say that it is Chael Sonnen, the American gangster, who fell to the last emperor recently, so he's out of the heavyweight Grand Prix. But still, when I say that, it's funny to me how when I say they're my favorite fighter, it's almost like I have to be in a defensive position and say, I didn't say they were the greatest. I didn't say they were the best. I said they were my favorite. I have to do the same thing. Well, I choose to do the same thing when somebody asks me about my favorite president. My favorite president is easily John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Did I say that he was the best? But all too often I'm fighting the battle of perception is reality. And the perception of those who hear what I say is Kennedy was the greatest president of all time. And I have to slow their roll a little bit and say, no, if I had to choose one that would be the greatest president of all time or the best or the one who got us started off on the right foot, you cannot dismiss George Washington. And what truly made him the greatest was the fact that he stepped down. He steps down after the American Revolution and surrenders his sword to Congress and goes back to his farm in Mount Vernon. Name somebody else in history that has done this. If they are going to, without, any kind, without expecting any kind of reward in return, name me one. And then when he comes back and he is called back to duty to serve as the first president and to be mediator at the Constitutional Convention, we, we can look eight years into the, into the future and see what made him so great is him stepping down from office. Thus, we have the tradition of two terms being served. Nobody else will ever replace George Washington. We will never have another George Washington. And then people will tell me that Lincoln is the greatest of all time. Now really, as I look at the situation, if Lincoln had lived on and served a second term, 
then you could persuade me that he was the greatest of all time. But we cannot do that. For somebody to be able to hold our nation together, even when we are divided and fighting ourselves and falling apart, to not allow the threads to come undone, for Lincoln to do what he did, I cannot dismiss that either. But I cannot give him the title. I have to give it to Washington. And when I have am presented with who do I think is the greatest fighter of all time, it makes me have to go... You have to give the same argument when it comes to professional basketball. Are we ever going to see Wilt Chamberlain in his prime go against somebody like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or Hakeem Olajuwon or Larry Bird or Magic Johnson? You know the answer to that one. Are we going to see anybody from the 80s in their prime go up against the prime of the 90s that is Michael Jordan? You can't have the argument. Can that same Michael Jordan in his prime face against the 2000-2010 great of that time period in that 10-year era, Kobe Bryant? Can we do that? Can Kobe go up against LeBron James where he stands and the powerhouses that he's facing like Stephen Curry? Can you have a legitimate discussion? You can talk about the greatest of the decades of particular eras. This is something that we can discuss. In MMA, I have to look at it by not only eras, but by weight classes. And every time that I mention something on social media, whether it's Twitter or Facebook or even Instagram, and the response I get when I say that possibly the greatest welterweight of all time at current day would have to go to George St. Pierre. I don't get any response back except for laughter. Are we going to have are we going to have John Jones and GSP? face each other in the octagon. Until we do, we have nothing to talk about. Can we even include John Jones in the discussion because of his violations with USADA? I would hope you would side with me when I say the answer is absolutely not. Are we able to put John Jones, who is in a different weight class, in with an undefeated Khabib? Is Khabib able to go against Mighty Mouse Demetrius Johnson, who just went to 1FC, who was arguably the greatest flyweight division that the UFC has ever seen. We just can't have the discussion logically and reasonably. And with- Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without getting too overly passionate about it when we say who is the best. All I say is when George St. Pierre can come back after a four-year hiatus and in dominable fashion 
take back the title, and then relinquish it. He's the George Washington of our sport. And I, I can't have anything more than that with you. All I can tell you is, to your, for your listening ears, my favorite fighter from Bellator is Michael Chandler. From the UFC, I have Randy Couture, Matt Hughes, which is such a tragedy and a triumph all in itself. George St. Pierre, who cannot be dismissed, who is often put in other forums such as, when I read MMAfighting.com, who do they give the number one spot to? I look at Low Kick MMA, which I consider the USA Today amongst Miss Martial Arts. And who do they put as number one? GSP. And I go down the line to other forums. And when I have somebody ask me, or when somebody tried to debate me with nothing more than a laughing face or a, and I quote, hell nah, can you please give me some kind of backup or some kind of logical discussion on why GSP cannot hold that position? when all of the other professional MMA forums are going to say the same thing. So can we have a logical debate on who is best and who is the greatest? I don't think we ever will. But I can tell you my favorites. So that is where I have to be with when it comes to people asking me, who is my favorite farter? Favorite farter? And listen to me. Wow. Now that's kind of pitiful. You can laugh at me for that one. That, that would have to be yours truly. But when we talk about favorite fighter, your ears are going to hear greatest of all time, my lips, if you will read them as our late great George Sr. said, God rest your soul, read my lips, favorite fighter. Favorite fighter would be Michael Chandler at this particular time period. Favorite personality, Shale Sonnen, amongst a few others. Favorite, not greatest. And guys, this holiday season, I want to make sure that you don't forget about somebody in your family. As you treat your family and yourself to some holiday goodies, you don't want to leave out a very important member of the family. That is your furry loved ones. And some treats from True Dog will be the perfect stocking stuffer for your sweet little loved one. True Dog exclusively uses premier grade human cuts of U.S. source meat. No wheat, no corn, no grains, no sugar fillers, no chemicals. True dog foods and snacks have no refined carbohydrates, no added salt, just pure, digestible, quality protein, as seen on NBC, CBS, ABC, Fox, Lifetime, and the Health and Wellness Channel. True dog foods and snacks are formulated with advice and nurturing from leading holistic veterinarians to help dogs live longer, happier lives. True dog backs each and every one of their products with an unconditional 60-day money-back guarantee. You love it or you get your money back. It's that simple. So make sure you check out the link in the description of this podcast and you can save anywhere from 30% up to 70% this holiday season on treats, supplements, dental and grooming products for your furry loved ones, and so much more. So enjoy True Dog from your favorite blockhead. Now, as I talk about my favorite personality, it was a, a few uh, minutes ago I was watching an episode by Chael where he's talking about Herschel Walker. Now, how that's relevant to me is that when I was younger, I remember one of the Christmas presents that I got was a regulation-sized football helmet with the T-shirt, well, not with the T-shirt, but the jersey and the pants and the whole get-up. 
And well, who's the number that I get? Number 34. Now, granted, it didn't have the name on the back. For anybody who happens to follow the Cowboys, you know who number 34 was. Yeah, Mr. Herschel Walker. But what you may not know is how well-versed of an athlete he actually is. Because Herschel Walker has not only been in the MMA circle, he has been successful back when Strike Force was around at a 48-year-old man. To put that in perspective for you, Chuck Liddell just lost to Tito at age 48. Herschel Walker had never stepped inside of an octagon until that time and was able to win, I believe, with a second-round TKO. But before that time, he was already an Olympic athlete. He was unable to perform in the 1980 Olympic Games because of Jimmy Carter's boycott on Russia, where we did not participate in the Games. If you are not impressed with Herschel Walker from just those few talking points that I've shared tonight I hope in time I can persuade you because Herschel Walker has been at MMA forums on many times and all I can say is I feel a little bit guilty by not realizing not only is he part of the of the family and has he made a contribution here and there he's actually been inside of the cage with strike force even though they might be debunked these days and we still have many talents that are out there, for Herschel Walker to be able to do that, to be that well-rounded as an athlete, NFL player that you would see on Sunday mornings, a track and field Olympic athlete that missed his chance, to be able to have that bucket list item, to be able to go in and have your fight, but not only to be able to go do it, but to have your hand raised at the end of the night. If you have not seen that other uh, other athletes that are coming from other sports, it has not been a good mix when they end up inside of the cage. I have to use names like CM Punk, Dave Batista. Now there have been exceptions. I believe Bobby Lashley did a pretty pretty well inside of Bellator for a while, but does have a background in Olympic style wrestling. You know how Brock Lesnar has done at this point. But it's just not as common to be able to have somebody that diverse of an athlete to be able to go in and have a nice little run. So I'm a bit ashamed that I missed the Herschel Walker um, bandwagon on this one, but I, I, it's never too late to get back on. And now, one that is not that I'm not able to get on. Oh, I've mentioned it before. If the chicken dips snuff, then look under the wing for the freaking can and i'm talking about floyd mayweather can we just go back a little bit and just look at i don't want to call this a fiasco because it was a spectacle for him to step into the ring with connor come out get showered put his glasses on go out and do his post conference and say yeah i'm gonna retire now we have this discussion of a new year's eve some kind of new spectacle that's supposed to happen with Risen MMA in Japan on New Year's Eve with a well-known Japanese kickboxer where kicks are not going to be allowed, mind you. It looks like we've had that change in the rules here. 
for Floyd to not admit that he was in there with an amateur that had no business getting into the ring with him to be able to have to withstand the punishment from him and with give it out himself for 10 rounds and then to call for retirement then decide I have one more little bucket list in me that I'm going to go give Ryzen MMA a chance in Japan and then to come back and say I didn't like the meetup and him to come back to the store you know all I mean is this is a guy who understands the ring but he doesn't understand the business when I look at this and I see the Japanese organization when they come back and they use the phrase that it's not an it's it's an exhibition, but you have to understand there is a misconception with the language here. Oh, this one really got me because it brought back a brilliant move by one of my favorite presidents. Let me take you back to 1962 just for a second. Let me take you on this little trip. In 1962, when you have the 13 days of October, the Cuban Missile Crisis. And we have these two countries, the United States and the Soviet Union, playing nuclear chicken with each other and wondering who was going to swerve first. A bold move is made by President Kennedy that not a lot of people catch. If you were to do a blockade around the island of Cuba, a blockade is an act of war. An airstrike is an act of war. Those are the two options he's given. So what he does is he has an altercation in language where he says it's not going to be a blockade. What word did he use? He used quarantine. And somehow the Soviets are able to see the distinction because if a ship is coming in where the hull does not look like it's specifically bringing a nuclear weapon, it looks like it's bringing something like baby food to the island, then that one's going to be allowed to pass because that is an embarrassment to the United States if we were to attack a supplies or cargo ship of any kind coming in. But if it is a nuclear weapon, then you're going to be stopped. You're going to be warned. If you don't stop, then there's going to be a warning shot. And that's where everybody's finger is on that dangerous button and everybody is sweating bullets. But still, to change the word from blockade, which is an act of war, to give it the term quarantine, allowed a breach in etiquette, but it allowed a side door that Jack was able to use to his advantage. From that point on, we had the advantage to where the enemy turned around and went home with its tail between its legs. There's so many archives I could pull for you and show you the different um, language between both Khrushchev and Kennedy. So we already can tell that the United States had the upper hand thanks to this change in language, a new vocabulary that was being used. Japan already has the upper hand in this fight with one altercation in the language. They come back and they say the word exhibition doesn't mean the same in our country. Exhibit and the word exhibition that we use, the Japanese term, really means an event. So look at the altercation in language there. Exhibition that we know is a friendly bout, at least amongst our, our culture, when we talk about the sport of boxing, means an event. 
which means now Floyd, you're the one that is having to back down from your promises, leave with your tail between your legs. You're the one that looks like the dumb-dumb you are, and you're not going to end up being the diamond in the rough that you were hoping to be in Risen MMA on New Year's Eve. Japan already has the upper hand on this fiasco of a New Year's event, which I still have my reservations if it's going to happen. But what I can tell you that will happen, gentlemen, is that... I'm going to be presenting my stepdaughter with a very special gift this year. Very pleased to be giving a special sapphire ring to my sweet daughter on Christmas. And guys, you can do the same thing with Gabriel and Company. Gentlemen, Gabriel and Company jewelry provides a staggeringly dazzling range of jewelry that is bright, joyful, uplifting, delicate and intimate that the special lady in your life will love and cherish almost as much as she does you. Now, Gabriel and Co. understands the power of jewelry and its symbolic significance in our life. Whatever style of ring, earring, bracelet, or necklace she may desire, Gabriel and Company will provide one of the what you want with any head, crown, style, stone, or color combination. So make sure you go ahead and look in the description of the podcast at the beautiful jewelry coming straight from the heart of New York City. Enjoy looking at Gabriel and Company jewelry. And guys, this is where I hand you off because tomorrow night, Michael Chandler is getting back what he rightfully deserves. I don't plan on eating my own words, so I'm standing by this one. Until that time, make sure you check out Bellator MMA tomorrow night, the USO Salute the Troops. This has been your favorite blockhead signing off. And we will see you guys the next time around. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.